1: And everything in between, CBS Sports presents the Cover 3 Podcast.
0: And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast here on CBS Sports. That's Tom Fernelli, that's Ben Kirchable. I'm Chip Patterson, and gentlemen, uh, this is, I guess, right now, right about now. Uh, and I don't mean to, br- to bring it up in a sad way because it, it does transition, but it, we are recording here. It is 12:18 on the East Coast on a Thursday, which means that whatever the you know 3:14 first-round game in Spokane would probably be <laughs> going right now. So you know we just go. Yeah! <laughs> But we can bring you some some March Madness and some bracket madness and it is in the form of our 90s pop songs bracket. Tom, Ben, how are we doing?
1: I I just tweeted. I said this year I finally knew what Channel True TV was. Like I remembered. But I don't need to now.
0: Sad. Unless you want to watch Practical Jokers.
1: I don't. Okay.
0: <laughs> ben, what's up man? How you doing?
2: Uh I'm good. Day What are we? Day 5 of quarantine day six it's it's all blending together yeah I've I've started and when you work from home so a lot of people around the country are starting to get this work from home in in successive days really for the first time maybe ever obviously all of us know what that's like other than in college football season like we know when Saturday is but every other day it is a total toss up on whether I'm gonna know if it's a Tuesday or Wednesday or, or whatever it is and then, obviously, when you couple this on top of it, uh, I don't know what day it is. I finally shaved my apocalypse beard. I mean, it had been going, like, pretty strong. <laughs> and uh, But the nice thing is, Sarah, my fiancé, and I, we have done a lot of apartment cleaning. We've done a lot of baking. So we've been, like, home it up really hard over nice. the past week. And that has been productive.
0: Very impressive, um, Ben. Yeah. As you, you know, friends of the podcast know, uh, Ben, excellent college football work at CBS Sports, CBSSports.com. He was uh, the man on the scene with all the breakdowns for the XFL, and uh, and and now you have been tasked, and you have put in the the hard sweat labor. And, and prepared your men- like you've you've got to guard your mentions with a sword when we talk about something yeah. as uh, as as opinionated as music and the '90s pop music bracket that it's up and running on CBSSports.com. We told you about it uh, on the first podcast of the week, and we are going to circle back up next week to review some of the results. We've got the first round completed in two of our regions so far: the radio region and the MP3 region, the CD region, and the Cassette region are open for voting on Thursday. So those of you who are listening to this, you probably still have time to to go and vote in some of those um, in some of those regions. The it's I like this Ben at least in terms of you know the way that we are responding to some of the fans because it is a 64 uh, song bracket and it has some some qualifications right. So you've you've got to have been a number one uh, hit on the Billboard Hot 100 at some point in the 90s to even make the field. And then uh, our seeding process was based on how many weeks you had at number one. And so, I Ben, I look at it and I'm like, man, this is... This is something that, uh, you know, if you have an issue with the songs selected or if you have an issue with the seeding of the songs, then you really can only blame yourself because it has been us all along that have been seeding this bracket.
2: Look at at yourself in the mirror, America. This is what you asked for when you listen to those songs. Because, and you mentioned that you had to be a number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100. If you go... 64 songs down into that their songs chip that have been a number one hit for more than a week right let's say they've been a number hit for two maybe even three weeks and you still didn't qualify just based on the fact that the number of selections are what they are you only have so many spots to fill so you're looking through and, and you can look at like uh, it smells like Teen Spirit a song that absolutely defined the decade, changed rock music forever, by one of the biggest bands in the history of the genre, not on the the bracket, not on the list. Didn't have a number one hit for, for successive weeks. So they're not on there. And when you have guidelines like that, it gives you a real nice basic structure that you can work off of, that it's not just totally subjective, it's not just me saying, here are the '64 best songs from the 1990s, because that would basically Space Hog would be like every number one seed for every season. like that would be my <laughs> that would be my my '90s music bracket. And uh, but at the same time, you omit a lot of really awesome songs. And look, I'm a child of the '90s. You're a child of the '90s. Tom's a child of the Great Depression, but that's like <laughs> something else. But but like I grew up in the 90s, so I listened to 90s music. My dad was and still is in radio, and part of the ownership of, of the radio station that he worked for was a top 40 station, WVAQ. So it was always on in a car, and whenever I would go into work with him, it's always on the, the PA system in the radio station. So a lot of these songs I remember. But one thing I did not realize was Mariah Carey had like a dozen number one hits. Oh, God, yeah. She had a ton. I didn't realize that.
1: She owned that decade,
2: man. Owned it. I mean, I know some, like, soft adult contemporary was big. Holy cow. I forgot how big it was. Goodness gracious. If you had, because every song in the 90s had chimes at the beginning of it. That's how you knew it was about to drop. <laughs> you had like this little shingle of chimes. Yeah. that would go down. You're like, oh man, Mariah Carey's about to bust it out. And That's what it was.
0: So why do you, why do you think the the and the, I will all right. So I am. Uh, I was born late '80s, uh, mid to late '80s, and. I, I so I why will. So afraid to say the year. I uh, 1987. How about it? No. There
2: you go. Hey, there you go. A nice couple, couple, same year's appetite for destruction. That's what I always identify.
1: As. Uh, He's worried like the 1986 heads are going to come get him if he says. 1987.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. You know, I don't know, man. Uh, all right, so Tom, I, this is why I defer to you. Why do you think that? Uh, why do you think this soft rock and like soft, like easy contemporary music had such a moment in the 90s?
1: First of all, I was born sometime between 1980 and 1990, but I don't, I mean, I, I, I had I you as, as like 75. What? No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I just think, I don't know, man. I feel all like, I don't think it was like a moment. Cause I think if we go back through musical history, there's always been that kind of softer pop rockish kind of thing. I think what it probably was, was heading into the nineties is kind of like we saw with TV where, you know, all of a sudden you had, you went from like having four networks to having, you know, like cable television and anything you could want. We kind of saw that same thing with radio where with FM becoming a real thing, there was, you know, there was a radio station for every single taste now. And I think that just kind of pushed and they probably just saw, you know, based on record sales that the kind of adult contemporary stuff was selling well because, Adults were the ones with money.
0: Well, so this is that is a fantastic bridge into uh, into the the biggest news of the '90s pop music bracket so far because we've mentioned Mariah Carey, the uh, the the absolute capital D diva with nearly a dozen number one hits. Uh, Boys to Men, another anchor of the the Billboard Hot 100. They teamed up for uh, r and B banger, "One Sweet Day." just crushed uh, the billboard charts, just absolutely tore them down. But just like Virginia, the number one overall seed in the 2018 NCAA tournament, one sweet day has fallen. There has been an upset. Adult contemporary goes down, and it happens at the hands of three uh, slightly uh, pubescent young men (laughs)
1: slightly pubescent.
0: <laughs> well I was going to say prepubescent but didn't they range like 18-15 there, there was the
1: one that had definitely hit puberty because he was like 6'10 while the other two were like 5'3 <laughs> yeah
0: yeah he was the guitarist right we were because yeah. we were youngest on drums was probably like uh, so I, I, 11 or I something remember,
2: yeah so there was and I'm I cannot believe off the top of my head. I know this. It was Zach on the drums. <laughs> it was it was Taylor. It was Taylor uh, Hansen on the keyboard and lead vocals. And then there was the guy who was already shaving <laughs> on guitar and definitely had, definitely had the low voice. Like the other two guys, you know, they had it hadn't quite dropped uh, as far as the the vocals were concerned. They were they were still hitting like high altos, but he was. Uh, he was definitely, like, already sporting dad jeans. And, uh, yeah, he was he was way more mature. With, I, and he's the only one that I don't remember his name.
0: Uh, with 57% of the votes, Hanson's Mbop takes down one sweet day. Uh, ben, ben re- you called your shot a little bit when you were laying yeah. it out. Um, I, I guess for, like, your reaction there, and then also were there any others... Uh, as as like the you were laying out the seating, were there any other times where you recognized that maybe a fan favorite was going to end up criminally underseated the way that Mbappé was as a sixteen? Oh, oh
2: yeah, yeah. And so this was my sort of general observation: was we we just talked about how like adult soft rock contemporary hits really dominated the, the boards, but that doesn't always translate into the people who are on Twitter. And the people who are gonna vote in this type of thing. And music is so subjective where you know something that was really popular, you know, 25, 30 years ago at the time may not have the same historical significance as something that is seated much lower and was obviously still a number one hit, and still a number one hit for successive weeks, three, four, five weeks, or whatever it was. Um, but one that just has more. Cultural relevance, you know, two, three decades later, and Umbach was was obviously w- one of those selections. And so again, when you when you compare it side by side in terms of no, weeks at number one, obviously one sweet day absolutely crushed it. But when you like, if you were just to look at it, take away the seating, and you were to say one sweet day in Umbop chip, which which is the one that you remember? It's I... Well, I mean, sure.
0: Okay. I can rock with that.
2: Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. You might have known once we did. But I'm saying, like, if you were to say, if you were to put those two songs side by side, which is the one that has more, like, overall recognition?
0: Uh, Umba probably.
1: Yeah. it's probably. the dumber song.
2: Yeah. Well, because <laughs> it's got, like, whole, three words. Yeah. And the other two of the three you can't understand. Like, yeah. it was just a bunch of, like, skits gathering. <laughs> right, right. And so that was the one that people. Understood. And so sometimes with these lower seeds, you get the ones that, again, still number one hits. They still like qualify as songs that everybody knows, but they just have more of kind of a relevance years later to the people who are online and, and on Twitter. And then on top of that, I get the feeling sometimes people will vote on artist over song. Ooh. Like if they liked – and I don't know that that's necessarily the case with Hanson. But like if you liked a certain song or excuse me, a certain artist, you might just go with them. Like people love Notorious B.I.G. That's another 16-1. They upset the Macarena, which is not difficult because I think Macarena really kind of wore out its welcome very, very quickly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but right. So like that's the other thing is, is if you might have been really popular at the time, but if that's one of those things where even a year later, a year later people were going, oh God, not this song, then... It, you know, came in in a flash and it left in a flash, whereas Notorious B.I.G. people years later still revere him as an artist. And so people are going to go with that over something that in 1995 couldn't get off of Top 40 radio if it tried.
1: If if you're a huge Hanson fan, are you a Stanson? Yes. Ooh, that's a good one.
0: Um and, and have you followed the the lives and careers of all three of them since?
1: Uh, who hasn't? <laughs> <clears throat> I, one <throat> of them's got to be an accountant.
0: <laughs> it's the guitarist.
1: Yeah,
2: it's the old. It's the old. He was one.
1: actually an accountant when the song came <laughs> out. Yeah, now now he's actually partnering. Now he's a partner in the firm that is working. He with actually, H and R Block. The H stands for Hanson.
0: <laughs> a lot
1: of you know a lot of people
0: don't know that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people Learned don't know. It. Here. Was there nah. a second Hanson hit? No. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if, and this is, uh, I want uh, in the results, when you mention voting for artist over song, I cannot tell you um, how the song, That's the Way Love Goes, sounds in my head. I can tell you Angel you of Mine by Monica. Yes, please sing it for me. But sixty-six percent over thirty-four percent. Janet Jackson takes down Monica. I wonder if that's just Janet Jackson love.
1: No, that's yeah. the song.
0: Sing, sing. That's the way love goes. I don't have it in my head right now.
1: I'm not singing. Um. <clears throat> <clears throat> that's no. I'm not singing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 I'm not singing on this freaking podcast (laughs) and the
0: 15 minute Mark note.
1: (laughs) Uh, All right. Let's review the, we're not talking about college football. So I just go into regular conversational matter. (laughs)
0: Hey, this is, this is what the people are coming for. So let's, let's review uh, some of the, let's review the, the radio region first round results. Uh, You can go see them on cbssports.com college football page. It's right there on the homepage. Uh, 90s pop song bracket all right uh, we mentioned Mbop, 16 seed takes down one seed one sweet day uh, have you ever really loved a woman Brian Adams the nine seed takes down eight seed rush rush by Paul Abdul uh, creep the the 12 seed that by TLC takes down I do it for you by Brian Adams with a with a real by the way Brian Adams also a uh, lot of appearances in this bracket uh, yep. creep Sixty-three percent to thirty-seven percent. Twelve seed over a five. We mentioned that's the way love goes. A lot, pretty much dominance over Monica's Angel of Mine. That is a four seed. That's the way love goes. Uh, the six seed take a bow by Madonna wins handily over the eleven seed because I love you by Stevie B. Um, let's see. Then we've got oh man, I swear, what a strong, uh, strong song and a strong I have performance. A the
1: stars in the sky.
0: The three seed, I swear, by all for one. 72% of the votes takes down Paula Abdul's opposites attract. Uh then we've got Boys to Men and again all over this place. Beats out J Lo. I mean, J Lo even, you know, with the with the Super Bowl and, and with the year that she's had, both on screen and and in music. Did the the J Lo Hive didn't show up for this one as much as uh the boys to men, as as much as the the boys to men peeps uh, on bended knee sixty four percent seven seed advances over the ten seed J Lo and then something about the way you look tonight Elton John seventy four percent is a two seed taking down the fifteen seed Love takes time so anything Ben from the uh, anything from the radio region outside of some of those matchups that we've mentioned that surprised you?
2: So, first of all, there's only one Brian Adams song that I like, and it's the one that lost. So, the I uh, everything I do, I do it for you, because that's the one that is just so bad it's good. And, uh, yeah, that one, freaking ballad, didn't get it done. But I feel like that was a bad matchup, because Creep,
1: Chip, I think a just, is a juggernaut.
2: Is a juggernaut. I think it's TLC's best song, even before Waterfalls and No Scrubs. And I gotta be honest, I think it's gonna make a Cinderella run. Not necessarily because it's like this amazing song, I like it, but because I think it gets that nice uh, matchup. You know, I feel like its path to the out of the first weekend, maybe out of the Sweet 16, sets up pretty favorably for it. So I feel like Creep as a 12 seed might be able to make a little bit of a run. And that was the thing that I was thinking about coming into this was I feel like some higher seeds are really going to have a chance here. And that's one of them for sure.
1: Tom, you like see anything? He's got a good chance to get a few songs deep, though. Like we could be chanting TLC like we would chant SEC. Oh. Time this Things done. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> as far as results, I mean, I voted for Rush Rush that lost. I voted for Creep that one i voted for that's the way love goes that one i voted for take a bow although that really wasn't about the song because as far as madonna songs go i've always felt like that was one of her weaker songs i agree but it did come out at a time in my life where the video for that song very strong <laughs> uh, <laughs> i swear i liked opposites attract but i could not deny the power of i swear and i then swear
2: that yeah. changed like that changed like high school dances forever. Yeah, that was
1: that's, that's a staple.
0: Yeah.
1: And then on Bended Knee, I mean, you know, that's it's boys to men, but that was their big kind of that song was on the radio for like five years straight.
2: You wanna talk and about then, music videos? You ever notice how like every boys to men video has some like some strange glow up filter on it? Yes. Every single one.
1: Yes,
2: everyone they were behind some kind of what was the lighting on those things well they just figured it out
1: the fisheye with puffy like that was their brand was to have like that weird kind of glow
2: yeah also all of those guys needed a tailor every last one (laughs) those guys were wearing dress shirts that they found at like salvation army man they were just they were two sizes too big and they were wearing it. They were wearing blue with like, like a brown striped tie. And I'm sitting there going, "Bro, what are you doing? None of the, what. None of this seems right." It was the like,
1: '90s, man. Yeah, <laughs> there were no laws. What there so no so, laws.
2: so '90s? You just pieced things together for a three piece suit. Like you just went into a bin.
1: In Listen, man, just... come come the late nineties, I was wearing jeans that were like a foot and a half wide per leg. You know what I'm saying? I can't be <laughs> judging what other people were what, wearing.
2: What were those called Jinka's Jinkas Oh
1: man. Yeah. Uh the pockets that were like you could fit a laptop in. Like yeah, I was putting my chemistry book in my back pocket <laughs> of my jeans. <laughs> like you right had the hallway. Yeah,
0: That's you cool. you had the like the the tight slickness of 80s had rubber band the other way and you just wanted to be loud you just wanted to be like as as like colorful and loud and and big and who cares uh if this is uh this two sizes too big i do i do like your call about the lighting because it definitely seems like the uh fisheye lens something that they figured out and because we didn't have the the taglines on songs yet, m- 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 Maybach music, you just had to do it in your music video. So respect yeah. to the hustle, uh, without yeah. a doubt. Uh, coming up on the other side, we will break down the results from the MP3 region and preview what's to come, the songs, and the matchups that you can vote on. Next So you mentioned the uh, the Macarena, the one seed in the MP3 region falls at the hands of the 16 seed. Hypnotize. Uh, run through it real quick. We got a close matchup. Live and Levita Loca in the eight nine. The nine seed takes down Meatloaf's. I do anything for love, but I won't do that. Fifty five to forty five. Then in the five twelve we've got another twelve seed. I don't want to miss a thing. The uh, the Bruce Willis just uh, <laughs> felt like the well, ben Armageddon like driving yeah. the
1: car down <laughs> Liv Tyler's leg. Yeah,
0: sixty seven percent can't help falling in love over the five seed can't help falling in love with you by UB forty. Um, I will. That seems like a. Late 90s versus early 90s matchup that did not fare well for uh, for UB 40. Oh, my goodness. The crossroads by Bone Thugs. That's got to be another one that we got to look at. There have been some teams that have made deep runs in the real NCAA tournament from the four line crossroads at the four seed 75 to 25 over Michael Bolton's. How am I supposed to live without you? Uh, the sign, Ace of Base, banger, sixty-one percent winner against Bump and Grind by R. Kelly. Aye,
1: right? Not, <laughs> not great. Not just, just hoping R. Kelly gets out of here as quick as possible. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we're uh, we can't. I mean, I mean, honestly, should I judge the thirty-nine percent that stuck with it, or is that separate yes. art from the artist? We got to at least nope. like allow them that. No, I can judge.
2: No, you can totally judge. Okay. That's a. Uh, it's not even R. Kelly's best song. You if you hit me with a little bit of remix to ignition, I can at least be like, okay. You know, I I I can separate a little bit there. You're gonna get bump and grind?
1: Yeah. No, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. I do, actually. In this yeah. case. Uh,
2: there's a lot there's
0: a lot wrong with
1: it. But that. like you said too, the sign is a banger, so the sign should win regardless on merit. of R. Kelly's extracurriculars
0: one of the most dominant performances of the first round in the 90s pop song bracket was already uh, a strong performer heading into it and this is what you know we've talked about early 90s versus late 90s what's going to play well on twitter well jump by crisscross thumped new kids on the block step by step 80 to 20 uh so crisscross advances on to the next round then we've got Vision of Love by Mariah Carey 65 to 35 over R Kelly and Celine Dion's I'm Your Angel and then Smooth uh by Santana featuring Rob Thomas takes down Mr. Big to Be With You 75 to 25. Uh I guess Tom, you first here, which of these matchups uh, stood out to you?
1: Uh I mean, I I I voted for I'd Do Anything for Love, but I won't do that. I love that song. I think that song is better than Live in La Vida Loca. I'm disappointed that it lost. I would have had it losing in the second round to hypnotize either way, but I do think it deserved to move on. I don't really have a problem with any of the other results besides that one, though. I was pretty much in line. This wasn't. This was not a close bracket. This was filled mostly with a lot of blowouts. You know, like the smallest margin aside from that eight nine seed was what twenty points. Yeah. This was. This was. A, this was a set of blowouts, and I pretty much agree with them. I think that the the right teams or the right songs won out here.
0: Ben.
2: Yeah, I, I would mostly agree with that. I uh, I voted. Again, I voted for "Can't Help Falling in Love" with you by UB40 over "I Don't Want to Miss a Thing" by Aerosmith. Not because I love UB40. I don't think British reggae is really my jam, <laughs> but I voted against that Aerosmith song like on principle, like out of hatred. I voted against that song, and it won emphatically. And I don't think it will advance super far because it's, it's like Aerosmith. I look back through and I think it's Aerosmith's only number one hit on the on the Hot 100 and that feels wrong to me. Like that feels dirty, it's not only because the song is bad, but because like Tom was saying, some of these, you know, you associate the music video to it like that has its own cachet and its own way of influencing how some of these votes are going. And there's just something weird about Steven Tyler singing this song to a music video of Ben Affleck kind of getting dirty with his daughter. <laughs> now, and I know that Liv Tyler was the subject of a lot of Aerosmith videos in the 90s once you know, she uh, became a woman, uh, oh. but that whole dynamic always felt just a little off to me. It felt very, not to get too political. It felt very Ivanka Trumpish and I was never okay with that. So shout out to
1: the crying video.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Big shouts to the crying video. Big shouts. Uh and I think that I don't want to miss a thing, probably got uh that's a TRL video, right? Like yes, not not only out. were we linked to a massive summer blockbuster Like head, you know, big big stars across the board, disaster movies, which you know, very very trendy. uh, But also, it was just getting continuing to get cycled there uh, in that in that TRL world, where the videos just every single day uh, being just sort of uh, it gets TRL got everyone's attention. And then, like, continue to reinforce the uh, whatever song was going to be popular, even if it wasn't as good as you mentioned, as the rest of the Aerosmith uh, catalog. It certainly was going to end up getting a lot of attention from uh, from the people who are going to end up voting on Twitter. Okay, I'm going to say that from the. So we got to talk about Smooth. What is the ceiling for Smooth?
1: Uh, it could. It could lose in the next round i don't think it will i think that in a way we talk about like the impact of the song itself and the video i think in a way smooth in this twitter world kind of became a meme on its own in a way so i think just that kind of internet culture with the song could end up pushing that one pretty quickly
2: so it, it i mean it could go it could advance ironically
1: you yeah. know what I'm saying? Right.
2: It could va- it could advance because people are like, oh, man, it's a hot one. You know, like they could just do that. But I think based on merit, you get to like the, the Sweet 16. Let's say it gets past, uh Vision of Love by Mariah Carey, which I would imagine that it would. You're either going up against the sign or jump. Mm.
1: You know try, what I'm saying?
2: Man. Yeah. Like I think those are two bona fide hits. They still slap. Smooth. Because it's such a caricature – like, to me, it's either going to win in its own blowout because people are just so committed to the meme cause or it's finally going to lose on the fact that it's an inferior song to to either of those other choices. It's Gonzaga.
0: <laughs> 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 so that means it's going to lose uh, in the Sweet 16.
2: Yeah. Yeah, i got to go into, like, next weekend, but... Smooth, I, don't
0: know that I that. Uh, iron- Yeah. Smooth is the ironic, uh, the like <laughs> they're going to run into a heavyweight just like Gonzaga runs into like a three seed Kentucky in the sweet 16 and loses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way more NBA talent on crisscross, uh, than the Rob Thomas and Santana. <laughs> All right. So these are the, these are the, the regions that you can vote for right now. First round matchups, uh, the CD region, um, <laughs> number one seed i will always love you going up against the 16 seed lisa Loeb stay ooh, oh we've already had yeah. two 16 over ones that's going to get dicey uh eight seed save the best for last vanessa williams going up against the nine seed too close five seed black or white michael jackson going up against the 12 seed uh no diggity by black street another dangerous 12 seed Dream Lover, four seed Mariah Carey going up against Believe. Uh, don't forget that uh, that Cher brought Auto-Tune to everyone's lives. She did it first. Thanks, Cher. Thanks, Cher. <laughs> uh, this is How We Do It by Montel Jordan. Um, still slaps. Six seed going up against Hero and 11 seed. Uh, Unbreak My Heart, Tony Braxton. Oh. What a ballad.
2: Oh, that I hurt. Listening to "Unbreak My Heart" by Tony Braxton. I mean, that's that girl was in a lot of pain.
0: The uh, I don't
2: I don't, know, I don't know who did it, <laughs> but she's in a lot of I don't know, I don't know who
0: hurt you. And, and yeah, and, and, and in a weird way, are you are you glad? Would you want to thank them?
2: Well, that's like the that's like the woman who inspired "Every Rose Has Its Thorn." You know, she's walking around going like, "Yeah, that was about me." Yeah,
0: you know, it's, she, it's
2: like a point of bragging. That uh, you actually broke uh, Brett Michaels' heart Which if you've ever watched Rock of Love You realize is impossible to do So yeah There's a little bit of bragging rights Associated with that um, So yeah, to the man who broke Tony Braxton's heart We tip our cap Thank you very much
1: for, for that the set- Shout out Rock of Love Back when dating shows were real, damn it <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was what would that be like rock of love and flavor of love which one came first i think oh flavor of Love. yeah okay. flavor I think of, rock of
1: love definitely. was better though
0: uh se- seven seed celine dion because you love me celine dion all over this place and genie mm, in a bottle at a 10 seed christina aguilera that's gonna be uh that's gonna be one to watch as uh because if if genie in a bottle can pull off a couple wins boy the bracket opens up uh two seed into the road more boys to men going up against a fifteen seed emotions Mariah Carey boys to men Mariah Carey all over this now uh, Ben yeah,
1: like they're together as a one seed and then here they're against each other <laughs> <it's> two hundred fifty. <laughs>
0: Ben, anything from uh, the CD region that you're looking forward to to seeing play out on Twitter here in the next uh, next day or so?
2: Yeah, I, I think Genie in a Bottle makes a little bit of a run. Um, Christina Aguilera, look, there was always the Christina or the Xtina, as she rebranded herself in the 2000s. Uh, there was always the ex-Tina Britney Wars. tina has got pipes, man. Like, she actually She's had She's the much God, better singer. Yeah, she had God-given talent. And I tell you, this is how we do it. It's going to be one of those, like those Power Five schools that caught hot, like at the right time in their conference tournament, and all of a sudden they may like make it to the Elite Eight or Final Four. They're going to be like, I-, I think South Carolina was a lower-seeded team when they made it to the Final Four, but they got a little bit of like South Carolina vibes.
0: Cindarius like, thornwell taking down duke and madison square garden kind of vibes yeah
2: yeah right so because like a good song but maybe a little bit overshadowed but i feel like when people were like because remember all of these songs uh they have links so if you go to the story on com, you can go back and you can listen to all these songs if you're uninitiated on any of them but when you pull up this is how we do it those 90s nickelodeon vibes are going to start coming back and that nostalgia is gonna hit. Your pupils are gonna dilate, <laughs> and you're gonna vote. And you're gonna vote for Montel
0: Jordan.
1: Yeah, I, I think we could easily see a regional final here of No Diggity versus This Is How We Do It.
0: Oh 100%. man, I I hope so. But it's not in my hands. It's in it's in the hands of uh, of the listeners and the readers. All right, the cassette region also open. Uh, I'll make love to you, boys to men. That is a one seed, and uh, the stats to back it up. Great net ranking right there, but. Going up against uh, a tough one in uh, in Coolio's Gangsta's Paradise. We got Baby Got Back, Sir Mix-a-Lot as an eight seed against the first night from Monica as a nine seed. Uh, Informer by Snow as a five seed going up against Wannabe. Oh, man, is that going to be another 5-12 upset with the Spice Girls at a 12 seed? Yeesh. I hope not. Uh, fantasy, more, more Mariah Carey, four seed going up against the 13 seed. No Scrubs. And, uh and even more TLC over here in this region as waterfalls gets a six seed TLC three is it just three in the in the field yeah it's just
2: those three it's waterfalls creep and uh no scrubs I, you know I mean I know we got to see the voting on this TLC might get some rep
1: yeah it might oh, get yeah.
2: some representation in this in like second weekend here
1: and if they don't left eye will burn your house down <laughs>
2: RIP. Hashtag rest in peace. Left Eye Lopez. <laughs> Uh
0: Waterfalls, TLC, going up against The Power of Love, more Celine Dion. Uh, I'll Be Missing You, Puffy, going up against Vogue by Madonna. Ooh, that's a, that feels like a low that's seed a, for Vogue, right?
2: Yeah, so Vogue is – and that's – you know, we mentioned um, Take a Bow earlier. That's We don't feel like that's Madonna's best song. We don't feel like that's her best song. Vogue – because – Madonna really like I think hit another I mean, she always like reinvented herself, but she really hit some strides in the nineties where you look like Vogue and Ray of Light didn't make like the the field or anything, but like her late nineties were really strong too. Vogue is a jam.
0: I, I agree. Mean, that's
2: that's a real one. And if you're going up against Puff Daddy trying to sample the police, I will take Vogue any day of the
1: week. Yes, please get puffies, I'll be missing you out of here. Yeah.
0: I, I will say, uh puffy's can't nobody hold me down strong song interesting matchup going up against sinead o'connors nothing compares to you uh the, the that's
2: going to be a real style difference people are going to really tell you who they are in that, <laughs>
0: in that voting right there yeah
2: that's there's no in-between on that
0: is there a prince version of that song somewhere
1: what? Nothing compares to you. Yeah. No, I think he just wrote it. I don't think he actually ever performed it, did he?
0: No, I, I've never heard a version of Prince performing it. But that's all. That's like part of the 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 Prince like elite songwriter argument is that he had a smash and just kind of like slid it across the table to Sinead O'Connor. I was like, here, why don't you take this one right here? Nothing compares to you going up against. Can nobody hold me down? Uh, and then. At the bottom of the bracket, two seed, Brandy and Monica's The Boy Is Mine. Whew. Great song. Going up against uh, Right Said Fred's I'm Too Sexy, uh, a 15 seed. Uh, ben, what's what, what are some of the, the the peak spots there in the cassette region that stand out to you?
2: Yeah, so I'm thinking I think Gangster Paradise has a real shot. I think we might see three 16 over ones. Uh, and then also... You mentioned wannabe as a as a possible five twelve upset. I, I almost wonder if that has like the opposite effect of you know how like we just we talked about smooth as almost like a character of itself, like a mm. meme of itself. I almost wonder if wannabe kind of falls under that same thing. Like I don't like informer is not a good song. Like I don't what? like
1: it. What? No, licky it is... boom down. What's that? It's that licky boom boom down. <laughs> God
2: is not a good song wannabe might get past first round i don't think it gets past second round oh yeah i think wannabe is a little bit of a of a meme of itself
0: so i think not feeling it i think fantasy and no scrubs which is the 413 paired with with that 512 in the greensboro region uh the winner of fantasy no scrubs advances to the next round probably yeah i would i would agree with that
2: and those are strong too because uh, mariah carey Fifty number one hits. Uh, that one's actually probably my favorite. Fantasy is probably my favorite Martin Carey song.
0: Tom, what stands out to you about the uh, the cassette region?
1: Uh I I wouldn't be surprised if we see both TLC songs run into each other in the regional final. Again,
2: a couple, couple SEC teams, a couple TLC teams.
1: Yeah, I just, I mean, I look at the path. I think Vogue. I I do hope Vogue gets past Puff, and I do think Vogue and Waterfalls will be a hell of a second round matchup. But I do think Waterfalls would squeeze by, and I definitely think Scrubs, if it gets past Mariah, is definitely getting to the Sweet Sixteen, where it's probably going to run into maybe Baby Got Back. Just again, kind of in that vein, or not vein, but just kind of that. Ironic, memey sense, and that could be tough. But I, I really don't think I think that I would consider them both two favorites to get to the elite eight in this bracket. TLC that region is the hardest to, to gauge. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and you can, again, you can go right now to the Cover Three Podcast Twitter page at Cover Three Podcast uh, to be able to go and vote on those. Uh, we'll be chanting TLC like they chant SEC. I mean, let's we got. Uh, so many different ways for you can to see how boys to men and Mariah are gonna try to flex their their dominance from the 90s even as they're going up against each other the, the a lot lot of storylines to track here in our uh, 90s pop music bracket which you can again can go and check out on Cbsportscom vote at cover three podcast um, you can follow him on Twitter, by the way, at Ben Kerchival. You can follow him on Twitter at Tom Farnell. You can follow me at Chip Underscore Patterson. Gentlemen, any any final thoughts as we uh, as we turn this wonderful process over to the listeners and the readers and the viewers, so that they can uh, let their voice be heard and play their part in this uh, in this March Madness?
1: Vote your conscience.
0: Yeah, Ben.
1: No,
2: I, I, yeah, I can do it. I, I can work with that. Vote on what you think is, is the song that still slaps. And if you're gonna vote like her, her, it's the hot one and you're just gonna vote smooth all the way to the championship. I don't know that I have time for you, but if you're gonna (laughs) vote based on the fact that, you know, you think Santana is one of the greatest guitar players of all time, then okay, I can, you know, I can work with that. So yeah, vote your conscience, vote, uh, you know, on on merit and if you do that then i I tell you what if you do that i think you have a lot of lower teams in the final four
0: we've got uh the rest of the first round will be this week the second round voting starts monday sweet 16 elite eight will will follow that we'll be back with ben next week to review some of the results and preview uh the the next edition of the voting gentlemen thank you very much thank you. you